0: Hey guys, Matt Donald here. Just let you know once again, as I always do, that I now, as in always, forever and always, have a Patreon! Yay! At patreon.com Matthew Donald. There you'll find bonus content for both the Ritwit and Paleobites. For the Paleobites bonus content, we discuss pop culture featuring prehistoric animals, and this month we're talking about Camp Cretaceous, the Netflix hit show in the Jurassic World canon. The reason why I'm not saying Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous is I'm trying to hide the fact that we've covered so many different things in the Jurassic Park slash world franchise. Look guys it's the one big dinosaur franchise out there. If you want there to be two big dinosaur franchises, buy my book Megazoic on Amazon.com Anyways, link is in the description for where you can sign up to the Patreon Thank you for your support and have a lovely day! Roar (laughs) growl, Snarl Bellow Welcome to Paleobites, the podcast that was so focused on whether or not it could, it didn't stop to think whether it should. My name is Matthew Dahl, and each week I and a rotating series of guest co-hosts talk about and rate a genus of prehistoric animal—be it dinosaur, mammal, arthropod, and so on. This week I'm joined uh, by famed uh, explorer of the fandom that is Jurassic Park, and as well as Alien, I guess. <laughs> so yes, uh, yes, Spino Regan. How are you? <laughs> I'm good, thanks. Cure everyone yes hello so uh good stuff the, the, at least the jurassic park franchise is in a pretty good spot alien i don't know <laughs> uh, uh, i have yeah, no
1: confidence in disney to do anything good with that not after what they did with star wars
0: that's true that's true uh well, i've heard the mandalorian's pretty good so maybe disney's getting back on track with star wars they, i don't they've know just we'll gotta
1: keep to. stuff away from kathleen kennedy i don't even think it's like some of the edgy people online you know yeah the feminist agenda driven or anything like that it's just, right
0: you just got people that can't tell good stories i think the problem with what happened is mm. that she and bob Iger fast-tracked the sequel trilogy because they wanted to make the money off of the purchase right away mm. and therefore they just made a lot of bad creative decisions i also so. think
1: the other problem is um i know jj abrams it, like you got he's one of those device people in that 50 percent idolize him now 50 percent call him jar, jar abrams and hate him but like yeah. i personally for um the first one the force awakens was actually yeah. pretty decent our better rehash i think where the problem happened yeah, it is was definitely a rehash. when episode nine was completely rushed in a st- st- what do you call it um a st- just frying everything together um and in a oh kitchen no, sink sort of thing um yeah kitchen sink thing like a struggle just to get it something good to- together after the disaster that was um the, the Last, Last Jedi. Jedi, but yeah. I think the main problem was they didn't have Abrams do the whole thing through, like um, what's his name, is R- it Ryan Johnson or
0: Rian Johnson? Ryan Johnson, it's, it's a yeah. weird way he to spell He just Ryan, has but...
1: completely different ideas of what Star Wars is.
0: Yeah, exactly they picked two people that had completely different views on what how to do it. I don't know. It was weird. Who knows? But good news is that the trilogy's over now, and they'll hopefully do something better with it. I think just <laughs> but, the
1: main problem with it, and then I'll stop it there, because you know what I'm like, going to get on a tangent, is that episode 8, well, episode 8 is boring as hell, and it has that whole yeah. middle arc on the um, that gambling the, the, planet, the, or the, wherever it was, that yeah, goes the, nowhere. Yeah, the casino
0: planet, yeah. Yeah. And um,
1: the ninth one while well, it has some decent bits like spoiler alert palpatine it's yeah that's just, the it's dumbest brought down thing by the bad back. stuff and everything else well he came back pretty well in the original EU before the disney buyout. Like, like right, i didn't producing really like it then either, but
0: yeah but that's yeah this, it
1: was just stupid
0: it is stupid well Good thing we've got dinosaurs to distract mm. ourselves from the stupidity yeah. of modern Star Wars. Yeah. And, and if you want to cut types, any of that out, be my guest. I didn't No, no, no. It's great. They, we mm. talk about so many different things on this mm. show. That's mm. not about dinosaurs or other stuff. Yeah. You know, I think it's a people funny
1: thing that I get so worked up about, like Star Wars, just for example, because I've never been one of those hardcore fans. You know, like hated on the prequels. Yeah. I
0: actually quite like them. I just like. I like no bad prequels. movie when I see it. Yeah, yeah. like I, I. Mm. The prequels is, have bad dialogue and bad acting, but I love the production mm. design and the world-building mm. of the prequels. Like, oh yeah, like, I know a lot of people
1: will probably crucify me for saying this, but like, Episode 1's one of my favorite Star Wars. Yes, it's got some terrible stuff like young Anakin and stuff, but it, visually, it's just stunning. It
0: is, and it's got some cool things, like that underwa- those underwater creatures. The Gungans. <laughs> like, yeah, the mm. Gungans are cool. Like, Jar Jar may be annoying, but the Gungan culture as a whole is really mm. cool. Like, their weapons and their technology, yeah, like... Yeah, like, if you ignore Jar Jar
1: and the unfortunate thing that he does look a bit like a racial character of a Jamaican or, uh, you know, a Caribbean Islander, Um, Mm -hmm. which I think was unintentional on George Lucas's part.
0: Right, right.
1: um, Yeah, the Gungans are pretty good. They just speak stupidly. (laughs)
0: Uh, Yeah, they do. Uh, Well, you know, a a lot of characters in Star Wars have, like, certain tics... Like, that they speak-wise, but... So, speaking of Gungans, Gungan sounds like Junga, and speaking of Junga, we got Jungasaurus. That was my terrible segue.
1: (laughs) And I apologize to our listeners who um, might get fed up with me going on little derails like this. It's not intentional. No, no, this whole podcast
0: is all about derailments and tangents and other stuff. Yeah, Uh, basically it's it's not a
1: strictly dinosaur thing despite the name.
0: No, it's not. It's like like i talk- we've talked about history, we've talked about culture, pop culture At one point, I think we talked about language in one of the episodes, and I'm just like <laughs> I'll have to backtrack through them and double check, yeah, like we've gotten some I think we talked about like uh this one person uh one of my co- co host Lawrence Mack, he talked mm. about living on this farmland in Canada about mm. and where he went to see a bunch of beavers we that was pretty fun, so <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Majungasaurus. It means Mahajanga lizard after the Mahajanga region it was found in in Madagascar. Um, type. It is an Abelisaur theropod, a group of Gondwanian meat-eating dinosaurs known for their stout faces and incredibly tiny, nearly vestigial arms. Most famously represented by Uh,
1: Carnotaurus. Yes,
0: that's the most famous member of its family. From
1: Disney's Dinosaur and Fallen Kingdom. Yes, yes. Granted, if you're wanting an example of it being an absolute beast, see Disney's Dinosaur, because in Fallen Kingdom it was kind of pathetic.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was. But the Fallen Kingdom one's more how the animal actually would have been though oh, yeah. so i just mean like it's funny how it tries to attack
1: cyanoceratops gets its butt kicked and then it tries to scavenge from the t-rex and gets its butt kicked
0: right and then it gets shoot it's denied that guy's leg at the end <laughs> but mm. yeah. yeah did you see the giganotosaurus is going to be in the new in the new Jurassic yes. world that's pretty exciting
1: i think i shared with you the <laughs> well, of course you saw where what you samuel confirmed that I love how Sam Neill, um, pronounced it. He pronounced it as
0: Giganotosaurus, or like "autism dreadnought. Right. See, I'm wondering, because I think he also said it was like the biggest animal ever, so maybe he's confused and he actually means dreadnoughtus. I don't know. Nah, I think he's just... I hope not. I'd love to see Giganotosaurus. He's probably not fully up to date on
1: dinosaurs, or he's just exaggerating. I wouldn't put too much in it.
0: Yeah, I hope so. I'd rather see Giganotosaurus than dreadnoughtus, so... Mm. Uh, no, sauropods they're not boring, but you don't need that many. Yeah, exactly. Size nineteen mm. to twenty six feet slash six to eight meters long, one to two tons. It was a carnivore. Time late Cretaceous seventy to sixty six million years ago, so it was a victim of the meteor.
1: Mm. And um, definitely followed the abiloseaurid trend of having pathetically tiny arms.
0: Yes, so small. They would have probably atrophied if it lived a cup a little bit longer, so even the tyrannosaurs uh, had bigger uh, arms than these guys. The tyrannosaurs' arms were actually useful. They could. They were a little. They were strong. Like they could actually. I'm assuming they kind of used them to like while they're grabbing something with their or something. mouth, mating plants, or maybe they used it to kind of hook onto their prey while it was grabbing on its mouth, just to have further leverage on it. Whereas know. in the abelisaurus,
1: uh, they're even like you, the joints wouldn't have even moved if I recall.
0: No, exactly. They're just kind of hung there, like. Uh, lo- Location: Madagascar. Described in 1955. Pop culture appearances: *A Planet Dinosaur*, *Dinosaur King*, which is an anime, which is a bit very much Pokemon. Well known for being a cannibal. <laughs> yes, yes, it was. *Jurassic Fight Club*, uh, *Jurassic World: The Game*, *Jurassic World Evolution*, and is one of the confirmed species whose genetic material contributed to the Dominus Rex in *Jurassic World* itself. Uh, Probably for the scutes. Yeah, exactly. Overall, a lot more appearances in pop culture than I expected. Good on you, Majungasaurus. Hmm. So it's sort of like a, an unobscure
1: obscure dinosaur if that makes
0: any sense. Yeah, it's like it's it's like mid-tier in terms of like, like it's, it's not, not like, well
1: known but it's not obscure.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like it's it's well known among dinosaur fans, but it's not like well known among the general public, uh, but it's getting there. It's getting closer. Uh. Madagascar was in a funny place at the end of the Cretaceous. It only recently broken apart from India, and the two started drifting further apart. India would later run into Asia at some time after the dinosaurs' extinction and form the Himalayan Mountains, while Madagascar remained isolated up to the present day. Maybe millions of years in the future it will collide with Africa, but I don't know. I'm no geologist. I don't know how to predict continental drift. You hear that, Alfred Wagner? (laughs) Of course not. You're long dead. (laughs) 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 <laughs> yeah, Madagascar
1: so... was just as unique back then as it is today, with its living in its extinct um, yes. species of lemur and stuff it had. Uh, from what little we know, were predominantly sauropod-dominated um, um, herbivorous dinosaurian yeah. um, fauna, um, and uh, there's actually some species of herbivorous crocodiles.
0: Yes, yes. Oh, yeah, that's true. And there was also a big frog called Bezel Bufo. <laughs> that I do not know, of, but that name that's...
1: sounds awesome obvious devil reference
0: <laughs> yeah it's a big frog and actually uh dinosaur revolution which is uh that's one of the pop culture pictures i forgot but uh beetle Bufo was was shown to be pre predating upon baby Majungasaurus. so
1: i can believe that you get some frogs <laughs> that eat small birds and toads yeah they do
0: the same yeah exactly <laughs> well uh both, in, because India and Madagascar once joined together, a lot of families of creatures can be found in both places, and one such group is the mm. Abelisaur theropods. Like, India has Indosuchus and Rajasaurus, while mm. Madagascar is the subject of today's episode, Majungasaurus. Interesting thing about Madagascar, as you mentioned,
1: it separated from India. Most people think it separated from yeah. Africa, it did, but it and India were joined longer than it was separated from Africa.
0: Yes, yes it was. Yeah, India... Yeah, India. There's a lot of overlap in the creatures in India and Af- and Madagascar because they were once one continent, once little subcontinent. Mm. So uh, indeed. But so uh, it's one of the best studied theropods from the southern hemisphere. Manjungosaurus is. We've got several com- mm. like nearly complete skeletons
1: mm. and skin so. impressions. So it's definitely scaly- and skin, skin impressions.
0: That's true. I forgot about that. That's true. I forgot about that. That's cool. Uh, Majungasaurus was an apex predator in its environment, hunting sauropods like Rapidosaurus, which we'll cover it in a future episode. And It's also, like you mentioned earlier, one of the only dinosaurs with direct evidence of cannibalism. <laughs> uh, numerous <laughs> Majungasaurus bones have been discovered with tooth marks that are not only the same as those in nearby R- Rapidosaurus bones, but they're the same size and spacing as Majungasaurus teeth and claws. <laughs> teeth and jaws, I'm sorry. Yeah. So, so even
1: they were fighting a lot or they are outright eating each other.
0: Yeah, that'd be a bit disturbing if they are eating each other. Like, I know we used to think for a long time that Coelophysis was also a cannibal, but now I think we know that that's kind of disturbing. Oh, you beat me to it, dude! I was just about to bring that up. Didn't they now (laughs) think that it was a live bearer? Oh, that's the reason, really, now. Ah, okay. Mm. I didn't know that.
1: Which, it'd be interesting if that's the case, because it's like, then why didn't that lead to a revolution amongst, um, theropod reproduction? It must have died out with the coelophysids.
0: Maybe. I don't know. That'd be interesting. Hmm. I, that's weird to think of any dinosaur as a live-bearer. <laughs> if it would, it would have meant that the lion that eventually produced
1: modern-day birds wouldn't it be as vulnerable to predation as they are now due to, um,
0: laying. <laughs> you know, it's funny, uh, the uh, Venatosaurus in Peter Jackson's King Kong, I'm fairly certain they're supposed, to, according to the book, they're live-bearers. That's, so. the,
1: uh, Velociraptor-like ones that chase the sauropods, yep. right?
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the ones that, that were kind of like Velociraptors, except they were really big. They were like this, they kind of like the size of a Jungosaurus, honestly. So, But they're also
1: thin so. and skinny, so they can get through the tangled vegetation and rocks of the island.
0: Right, So right. It's,
1: I quite yeah. like that about Peter Jackson's Skull Island. It was like, they're all Retrosaurs, and mm-hmm. they don't make any um, attempt to be, you know, fully up to date, but really? they make them as believable as they can for um 50s to 90s inspired dinosaurs like they fit into their environment the v-rex is designed to have a powerful bite
0: right yeah exactly and there's so many different creatures in that in that world like i need to get a copy of that book but it's so it's out of print so it's really expensive on amazon so uh but yeah so Majungasaurus. if it was a cannibal that's just come on that stop being a creep Majungasaurus. (laughs) get away you nasty piece of work uh Another thing about Majungasaurus that's interesting, I actually didn't notice, but now that I look at different depictions of it, yeah, it did have this. Majungasaurus has, also has a little stump-like horn on its brow, similar to the t- two of its- similar like Takara's which had two
1: ones on the side of it. But they did originally believe it was a pecky syphilis sword when they found the skull.
0: Fragments. That's right, yeah. But this time it was just like a single horn right between the eyes, like a little one. Kind of like a unicorn, except this one was a lot smaller and stumpier. Ah, <laughs> so. oh, man, good stuff. Majungasaurus is, a, is an underrated dinosaur. More people should should learn about it. I think it's cool. It's like, you know, Carnotaurus is flashier because of the horns, and also it's a bit bigger. But Majungasaurus is a good representative of the Abilosaurids.
1: And for a carnosaurus um, type Abilosaurid... Or, you know, um granted it's probably more closely related to the um african and indian species in the south american and antarctic ones yeah but, um it was very streamlined for its type so it was probably a mm-hmm. pursuit predator
0: right exactly yeah no the wheel were a pretty successful family i think they were they were all over gone to one i think there was one i think tarascosaurus was like one of the only representatives that was in mm. southern europe so
1: mm. but them and the tyrannosaurs seem to have Taken over quite well after the mid, um, like the late phase of the mid Cretaceous, when the most of the spinosaurids and the um, giganotosaurids and their relatives, all yeah, 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 just in general, all disappeared. I think there was still a few around, but yeah, you know, there was just a massive overturn.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, that's definitely how it was in the late Cretaceous. It was basically tyrannosaurids in the north and abelisaurids in the south. So, and then you had a couple of cool
1: um, interesting cases where you had like some predatory leaning over and then you know just all the various sure. strains of the many raptorids which is like over dromaeosaurids, dromia and s- what do you call them avalaswords or whatever you know the weird ones with the oh yeah the, the ones like... with the
0: little bitty claws and the yeah. long necks yeah mm. yeah those ones are weird i should do right. i've never been able to pronounce the
1: name correctly with them
0: yeah i've only heard it read so i have no idea how mm. it's pronounced uh man you well, can see why uh, the
1: speculative dinosaur project focused so much on the many and branch of the um theropods because that was how it was in the late
0: Cretaceous yes exactly and and there were a lot of uh, uh, uh relatives too like a lot of ones, and most mm. of them had completely atrophied uh hands and that mm. so but
1: not all like there was the Noah swords, which are uh, less well known tight um clay. Yes, we will that. talk
0: about the Noah swords <laughs> in the next episode. We do, <laughs> so Ooh. nice. So, but for now, we're going to rate Majungasaurus one out of sixty-five million. Uh, I'd probably give it like a sixty million. It's pretty cool. Like,
1: hmm. I'm gonna well, probably. I won't give it a sixty-five, and I can't give it a sixty because it's just me just being a lazy sod and copying you. <laughs> so I'd right. probably give it like a fifty to fifty-five
0: million. Yeah, yeah, that's fair, that's fair. Mm. I just think it's, I think it's a cool species. Mm. Uh, like, I, I like mm. the abelisaurids. I like how, they're, they're like, like, we were talking about how the Peter Jackson King Kong dinosaurs were kind of more, were croco- more old school. Retro. Mm. Yeah, but the, these kind of have that, because we have skin impressions that they had, like, rough crocodile-like skin. Mm. So these are, like, what- one of the last few mm. dinosaurs that, we know for a fact, really did look like those old-school dinosaur sort of things.
1: Like, they probably did have feathers, for all we know, on certain parts of their body or as a mating thing, like how um, Carnotaurus was depicted in the field guide the dinosaurs. It's like, it's scaly, but at certain times here it would grow feathers. Well,
0: also, that's interesting. I mean, we have no yeah. evidence
1: of that, but, you know, we can't rule that. Well, but-
0: yeah, it's kind of weird to think about, because Carnotaurus also has mm. little spikes mm. on its side, doesn't it? Mm. Like
1: Yeah, so like they look- were definitely spiky, scaly things, not um, danger yeah. fluffs, as some people like to call danger fluffs i like that i think that applies to the raptors at any rate
0: (laughs) i don't know danger fluffs are pretty terrifying still i don't know i think so like i call pteranodon
1: a flapper snapper
0: (laughs) i like that uh all right well that's it for this week uh if you want to get a hold of the show you can contact us at mattsd at matthewdoncareer.com uh you can find me on social media at matthewdon64 on twitter uh at matthewdon64 on instagram wait hold on (laughs) at methodon creator on facebook at methodon64 on twitter and methodon64 on instagram nailed it all right so bit of a mouthful <laughs> yeah Ah oh, man uh i also have a book series on amazon megazoic available for print and kindle i believe there's a source in there i don't know i know i use some other abila swords in later books like cryptops and rugops uh i've heard of both of those they're both if I farm use... from north africa Foracle for yes yes uh rugops definitely is Rugops, I know, is actually one of the dinosaurs that was also used to make the Indominus Rex. Mm. So,
1: And it's also shown in this documentary it- from the mid-2000s that had one of the older dress at park free inspired depictions of Spinosaurus, which made it even bigger they made it into this Mm. big kaiju like thing and it just completely (laughs) Uh, how much bigger could it get a rugops by just whacking it in the face with its claw nice (laughs) not ridiculously kaiju size but you know much bigger than it historically was
0: right right that's Mm. that's cool (laughs) all right well that's it for this week Uh, as we say at the end of every episode of paleobites (laughs) uh chomp chomp roar (laughs) what does this thing do (laughs) Chomp! It's—I imagine it like a real gruff voice, like a like a real scary jump. bully. You know, it's like I eat my—I eat my own kind. <laughs> I eat my own kind. I chomp them. Like <laughs> <laughs> exactly like that. <laughs>